Bruce Gordon uh, is in Mexico with his wife, which uh, would be quite normal this time of the year for many Canadians. But Mr. Gordon isn't there for a vacation. Uh, when Bruce Gordon turned 61, he was diagnosed with uh, osteoporosis in his joints. Uh, and he waited two and a half years to have his right hip replaced in 2017. Uh, he uh, has been waiting uh, to have his knee replaced. Uh, in March of 2022, there are more than 8,000 people uh, waiting for joint replacement surgeries, according to provincial stats. And according, according to the provincial government, October of uh, last year, there were more than 9,100 people waiting for knee replacements in BC. Well, Bruce Gordon just got fed up. So he decided to go to Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, to be specific, uh, to have that knee surgery. In fact, he did have that surgery not too long ago, and he is actually recovering in Puerto Vallarta at this moment, and that's where he joins us from. Bruce, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. I'm I'm really excited to uh, have another opportunity to uh, vent a bit on your show. (laughs) Well, last time you and I chatted uh, was in 2023, and you had talked about your frustration with our public system and and needing a knee replacement, and then you had made plans to go to Mexico. We are reaching you in Mexico at this point. Uh, How are you feeling? Well, you know, um, (laughs) they don't give out uh, opioids in Mexico for pain, uh, especially for uh, uh, an operation like this for knee replacement. And let me tell you, um, you've got to be made out of steel uh, in order to endure the pain because they give you uh, tramadol, which is uh, at the bottom of the opioids, but not like hydromorphone, which is prescribed. And apparently it's because of the the government uh, here doesn't like to do that. But then I learned from the doctor and a, a private nurse that I had for about a week uh, that um, uh, let, Latins, have a more a higher tolerance to pain than us gringos in Canada and the United States, right? Which I found quite fascinating. And I said, oh, so that's why Mexicans drink so much tequila. <laughs> there and you which, go. Of course, got a laugh. There you go. Yeah. So now so, you, you came here, uh, to my understanding, in early January for your knee replacement. When did you get the knee replaced? Uh, I came on January 2nd. I had the um, knee surgery on the 9th of uh, January. And so you're recovering now in Mexico still? Yes. And and overall, uh, did everything work out the way you had hoped in regards to arrival, in regards to the surgery, and now recovery? Generally, you've been happy with everything that occurred? Yes. Yes, I have. And uh, I've been going for physiotherapy as well. And um, that's made a big difference as well. So what can I tell you? When are, um, you, when are you coming back to Canada? I'm coming back to Canada uh, on the 6th, but I'm not coming until the evening. So I probably won't be back uh, to Port Alberni until uh, the, the 8th of, uh, of uh, the month of March. May I ask you how much you paid for this knee replacement? I mean, you were waiting in the public system here in British Columbia. You got fed up with waiting. It was a quality of life issue, as you've said before. Uh, how much did you pay to have your, your knee replacement in Mexico? Well, it'll, it depends on, you know, who's um, having it done and how they're, uh, how, you know, uh, 
what the clinic charges and that sort of thing. Uh, but around, we figured out just under $24,000. I had been told uh, uh, less than that before, but uh, there were other uh, incidents there that uh, uh, added up that uh, uh, to make it under $24,000, which is still much cheaper than to have it done in Canada. Uh, now, you're going to be going back, uh, to my understanding, uh, later this year for a hip replacement as well. Yes. Uh, I've decided to come back in the middle of November to do that. And uh, funny thing, you know, uh, I have met so many Canadians while we're down here because it's this time of year, so we get a lot of Canadians and Americans down here at this time of year here in Puerto Vallarta. So I've been running into a lot of Canadians, and they also uh, have issues in their provinces as well as some people from British Columbia that knew exactly where I was coming from and said how atrocious the uh, medical system is. And when I did your show the last time, I was actually did global TV interview, and on their website they did an in-depth thing on my uh, on in the written world word, and they did a. Um, a, a, a few minutes uh, of me on, on, on television. And, you know, uh, they, they cornered uh, minister, uh, health minister Adrian Dix, mm-hmm. and they said, well, this guy's been winning a long time, blah, 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 blah. And he says, well, I don't know anything about his situation, but he rattled off some ridiculous numbers and then turns to the camera and says, we have the best medical in, uh, 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 health system in all of Canada. Which really, yeah, that really annoyed me big mm-hmm. time, uh, because he, he was not—he's not correct. And by glossing over a situation, this man has absolutely no uh, empathy, no compassion for the people that have been waiting for a long time. And uh, what can I tell you? Um, uh, they need to. Uh, get their act together, and I, and I think this is why I approached you, because we have two elections coming up. One is, uh, uh, of course, the uh, federal election, and we also have the... Um, provincial election in October. Uh, provincial elections as well. So this is my opportunity. I'm not running for office here. I'm trying to wake everybody up, because, look, we're all mortals. We're all going to be stuck in the system at some point. And uh, some people think that uh, the uh, medical system is good. They got through, but there are other people in their families or friends that are going to get into a situation where they're going to have long waits. And it's simply not fair. May I ask what you're going to be potentially paying for your hip replacement this November? Well, I'm assuming it'll probably be around the same price, but I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure as yet. So really, I mean, as you said, 24K is what you paid for your knee replacement. So, you know, basically... In Canadian dollars, In Canadian dollars, that's 50000 roughly, you think you'll be paying in 2024 for a knee and hip replacement, cheaper than what you would have got in Canada, but ultimately it's 50000 yeah. after-tax dollars that you're going to have to pay because you just are tired of waiting for our public system to deal with this issue. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you. I'm and, assuming actually, you've been a wrong. You've been a long supporter of public health care. I'm assuming, and you still are, of course. Absolutely, and I actually 
uh, I wish they'd. Uh, I would don't mind paying to have uh, things done like we had before, where everybody was uh, uh, paid over a, a monthly or uh, or every three months would pay a premium. But uh, it's gotten worse even without paying that. So they need to sit down and get their acts together. These politicians have their own uh, agendas, and uh, they are treating the, this problem uh, in, a, in a very cavalier attitude. And I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, you know, and of course, um, uh, people are getting depression and anxiety disorders, uh, as, as I have been suffering with for, for many years. But it exacerbated those problems, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. And uh, one other thing, uh, they just released, uh, before I left, uh, a statistic that um, the, between the ages of 5 and 17, those children in that age are 40% of those people are suffering from some form of mental illness. So obviously COVID has impacted that as well, the, those feelings. And, uh, and the government, federal government, has put almost $5 billion into doing something about it. And they're not doing anything about it because it's getting worse because they can't get in, into therapy and they can't get into these professionals to help guide them and navigate through their problems. I'm just glad okay. uh, you're healthy and, uh, and uh, you're healing well and you're going to be back soon. And I really appreciate yeah. you going out of your way uh, to sharing your story, uh, sharing your story with our listeners and British Columbians to hopefully one day to have a much more uh, responsive healthcare system for all our citizens. So thank you, Bruce. Take care of yourself. No problem. We'll talk to you soon.